Okay, moving into wheat and grains, I must admit, uh, some way through this year, I thought looming big crop, uh, some northern hemisphere condition weak, uh, but Aussie dollar looked to be strengthening. There was a danger that a big supply of grain out of the Australian market might have had a negative impact on prices, but here we are today uh, looking at a fantastic crop and prices holding up incredibly well, notwithstanding the Aussie dollar trading at closer to 73-ish cents. Maddie, things are looking actually pretty good. Yeah, they really are. So harvesting's obviously well underway and it's down now towards the southern states. Um, and the reports we're getting in, particularly from the crop, from the harvest in New South Wales, is that it really is a fabulous crop, one of their best ever. Um, and so they're looking to somewhere between 10 to 12 million tonnes of wheat out of New South Wales alone, which is a huge change from last year, obviously. But off the back of that and harvests across the rest of the nation and the feedback we're getting in is that we're expecting the Australian wheat crop to beat official ABS forecast. So that would be see it pushing up towards about the 30 million tonne mark, which is a wonderful result. So, yes, wonderful amount of wheat coming in. And then to add to that, as you said, a strong price, uh, price sitting at basically the same level levels as last year, um, a strong global trade environment. Things are looking pretty up. Um, if we're meant to always sound a note, note of caution on some of these things, um, perhaps the note of caution going around is about the global market and how prices don't really seem to be responding to another record crop for wheat um, and how prices continue to go up basically regardless of the news. Um, and there is some concern that that might keep momentum. Um, but for the moment, to Australian farmers, everything looks fairly great um, for the Australian wheat and grains crop. This has been the concern, the fact that we tended to have been producing more than we're consuming. Our stocks to use ratios were getting higher and higher, and yet here we are in that price environment. Is this a case of a bit of global stockpiling, trade instability, government regulation really getting in the way of a normal demand supply environment that would typically deliver a price? And is that therefore going to see prices suffer once those local inventory measures have been met, I'm guessing, yeah. but what's your take? Yeah, I mean, it's possible, but it's also not new. I mean, the purchasing for the stockpile has almost solely come out of China, which, again, has people somewhat nervous. But that's been happening for three or four years now, so China's been very intent on buying in and buying in and buying in. So we're not really sure what the uh, quality of their stockpile is looking like. We're not sure whether there's there's a lot which is useless um, and they need to keep purchasing. So it really gets a bit difficult when you have one country holding such a level of stocks to know exactly what their impetus is. So that's probably where a lot of that nervousness comes in. But yes, so we'll, we'll wait and see what, what further moves are. But there is, as I said, some concern that there could be some volatility if China changed direct direction. Maddie, we've seen reports recently that the quality of Black Sea region grain out of Russia, the Ukraine and Kazakhstan has gone up considerably this year, but the region also has a substantial price advantage over Australia, particularly with the relatively high AUD. How do you see that competition playing out in the medium and longer term? Well, it's interesting you say that, actually, because some of the uh, price increase recently has come off the back of concerns that Russia is going to have a dry period. Now, recently they have had some decent rains for their new plantings, but there was some concern for a while there that there would be drought or dry conditions across a lot of Russia that would 
that would reduce its harvest. My understanding of the Indonesian and, and Southeast Asian markets are that you know Australia can't supply to their requirements, and so some of that premium coming out of the Black Sea region, I think, is about their capacity to supply. I think there's a reasonably well-held view that our grain is of superior quality, the milling characteristics that suits that rising middle class consumption pattern. And that's our niche, even though it's you know our major market. It's, it's still something where quality stands us in good stead, but we can never supply the volume that the Black Sea region can, can bring to these markets.